This is your one-stop shop for all things deals, discounts and tips when it comes to buying, well, anything really. This week we're talking all things January. We are nearly at the end. It feels like fewer people are bothering dry January and Veganuary this year, so we have better things to worry about. And what about New Year's resolutions? Did you join a gym? Have you been to the gym? Plus, rumours of huge news for the high street. Is Woolies back? Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional stand-up comedian. And joining me once again it is the 2024 Dream Team. Hello, Paul Watson. How are you? Good. Good. I'm doing my stadium announcer that was, voice wasn't today. It? I was expecting a roar of applause, yeah. but no. yeah. What would you, what would your walk-on music be if you were a Ooh. WWE wrestler? Right, I've just said Paul the Destroyer Watson. Oh, I don't know what it. you're destroying. Paul the Destroyer. Watson. I don't know. Be the Destroyer. What is a Destroyer? We'll work on that. We'll work yeah. on that. We're going to work on that. That's not even Paul alliterative. Paul the Sex Factory Watson. <laughs> <laughs> now I should hate that, but <laughs> the One Man Sex Factory Paul Watson. <laughs> Weirdly, that is going on my LinkedIn yeah, now, and I think Gladiators is back now as well. So you know, you're you're striding out into the into the ring. Yeah. What's playing? Oh God, that is such a question. Um, I'd love to think it was something really cool and hard, but it would end up being something really embarrassing, wouldn't it? Like, like, um... <laughs> or just float towards it to like super furry animals like, juxtapose. Yeah, like or really, yeah, like a lethargic <laughs> sort of, oh, or like a wistful God. sort of song about defeat. <laughs> <laughs> Like a sort wow. of Adele-style sad ballad. <laughs> <laughs> Me or, contemplating my wrestling career as I walk out. Lewis Capaldi, as uh, Shadow referred to them earlier, as a man ballad, a mallard. Malice. Sad man ballads. Mm. <laughs> Just sad man ballads. Uh, Charlotte Reddy, you're back as well. What's, what's your walk on music? Let's give Paul time to think. Oh, God. I Paul, the one man sex factory. Similarly to Paul, I like to think I'd have something really, you know, cool and, and hard, like, like an Iron Maiden or something like The Trooper, like something really get up and get. Probably it'd be like Natasha Bedingfield Unwritten. Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> what bit of Unwritten, though? Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, that is empowering, but in a different way. You don't want to start a fight, you want to write a book. <laughs> I'm going to write in my dream journal about this. Right, okay. It's still January. Can you fucking believe it? Um, <laughs> this is our sixth week of January when this podcast lands, I think, surely. Yeah. It's like certainly our, si- our sixth week without pay for most people. But the good news is payday is finally on the horizon. But uh, I have seen less of people showing off about New Year's resolutions and Veganuary. And dry January, actually. Mm. Like, mm. There's, there's been a lot of scoffing because like, obviously the comedy stuff I do is in a lot of pubs. And it's usually in January, it's like, who's drinking? And it'll be like two or three rebellious people with, you know, often with a, a, a drink problem. But uh, January, full of drinkers, full, mm. of, full of actual people being at the pub as well. January is typically quieter, but all the gigs I've done have been absolute rams, which is baffling. So I do a lot of scoffing at people year round. <laughs> you um, do, <laughs> but I know I, I genuinely I'm, I think it's a really good thing that people have finally shut up about that holier than now dry January. <laughs> <laughs> My Facebook isn't full of people going like I've given up drinking. You can mm. do it too. Feel the health benefits. Oh, it's, like, it's been two weeks. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. My skin's better. I'm jumping out of bed in the right? morning. Oh, oh those like, ones. Yeah, those yeah. are boring. <laughs> but also, it doesn't actually work, does it? I mean. 
in terms of like, if you're trying to make a long-term lifestyle change, not drinking for a month at all is not a very like sustainable, sensible lifestyle change. It's like you're more likely then just to go massively back on it when you can drink again. On a binge. So like sort of moderate yeah, drinking January. when comes around and you're gasping for that first gin, you've got a question. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this okay? <laughs> is, is that the idea though, that we take an entire month off and then that just, like the average damage done to us over the next 11 months is reduced so much that, because I, I just don't think it's how any like, well, yeah. anyone would recommend you to do it, right? It's, it's not cheaper though, because I think a lot of people used to give up drinking because it was cheaper mm. to go out if you weren't drinking, but it's not, even that much cheaper anymore unless what you want is tap water because yeah. like pints of Diet Coke are like four or five quid That's in places so expensive. now. It's... And if you're getting Charlotte's 35 <laughs> a pint in Weatherspoons or whatever it was, then... Uh... Wow. Well, <laughs> it's 75p half. <laughs> it's true though. I just don't think it's as cheap. Like mocktails and cocktails, they're yeah. broadly yeah. the same price. Oh, yeah. and... Which is a complete rip off. Like it's just juice. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it used to be the tax, wasn't it? It was like, oh, alcohol tax is so high. Mm. That's why alcohol so expensive but then you take the alcohol out and they're still charging the same amount a nine pound mocktail yeah Yeah, it's not is it it's a j2o Right. Yeah. It's a J2O. It's a J2O. It? And I still <laughs> think J2O is probably as bad for you as any alcohol that oh, you consume. It's oh, it's so disgusting. Sugary. I have to yeah. water it down. Set your teeth yes. on edge. See, it tastes like if you drink squash pure. It absolutely like, it does. It definitely tastes like something you'd have been told as a kid not to drink because it'd be like, you're supposed to dilute that. But yeah. you, you just get it in a bottle and it's really unsatisfying. Honestly, it makes me feel sick. It's so, But then I don't really like juice because it's just a bit much. Hmm. <laughs> It's a bit acidic. It's a bit much. I have to water it down. Juice is a bit much. They need to tone that down. It's too acidic. We need to rethink the concept of juice. Yeah, we need Um, to get onto big orange and have a word. Orange. We can't keep this up. Yeah, big orange. Let's go on to Terry. Um, I do feel like you used to get hammered with veganuary everywhere. It'd be like, these celebrity ambassadors are doing it. This cow's got a name and a face and a family. But I haven't seen any of that. Because we all know now. We're we're making a choice. We're looking into that cow's family face. We're looking at Daisy and we're going, mmm, burgers. Like, is it, like, rather than, like, we're not aware, we are aware. I think it is sort of that. Is it because people are becoming more open to veganism generally, so it doesn't need to try quite so hard? I mean, it's like, it's like so many people are a bit, like I said, a bit vegan. I'm sure vegan, proper vegans roll their like eyes, but quite a few Mondays people do. Meatless kind of things. And you know, people, I think, to have that one day a week now where they try and not eat meat. Yeah. And it's often so, a bit nicer. Like I always will go for like the ve- the vegetarian, not vegan, because that's a bit dry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always go for the veggie one on wedding menus when I go to weddings or events because they've put a bit of effort in it. Because when you've made 300 things, you're, you're not trying by number 300. So it'll be dry chicken. But they bit love in the veggie one That's it's a risotto but, but usually it's delicious. either a risotto or a dry goat's cheese t- and vegetable tart <laughs> yeah your heart sinks that's, for- that's the two isn't it yeah but your I heart think- sinks when you see the tart yeah. doesn't it but in terms of- I think veggie options have got better though like it's not just one shelf in the mm. supermarket now so mm. well, I feel like with, with the the veganuary stuff like we are both more familiar with veganism across the board and sick of hearing about vegans talk about veganism <laughs> yeah. and I think it's both like, like people eating Sticks out of spite. We have successfully <laughs> shut them down by collectively as a nation being like, vegans, stop talking about veganism. We, we can, know. We know. You're a vegan. You can't wait to tell us. And now they're so shy about yeah, it. That we don't see true. it. It's true. Like people used to make it their whole identity was about being a vegan. So you'd know you're about to hear a huge story about it. And now it's just 
not they know that's not really a thing and you're not going to get a lot of attention for saying you're vegans the substitute foods are typically more expensive if you're looking for something that's more like meat but you healthy indian dishes and across asia a lot of the food is vegan naturally if you're cooking things yourself with like lentils and pulses and beans and things then it's really cheap but it's hard though because it says catch you out because we went for dinner with some vegans and most wines aren't vegan oh but a lot of proseccos are. So I never would have thought about alcohol. We should be more concerned. No. That's a really. We should take a bottle of wine. I'll check the rack, and then I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> none of these are suitable." Uh, this is where I realised how little I understand about veganism and the wine mm. industry. Like, how is wine not vegan? I think what are they doing to veganism it? Veganism is in itself a sliding scale, though, because it's so difficult. I remember reading about this loads. Well, just, you tried it for a little while. I did, while. and I, I just, you know, it, it is such a scale of saying, you know, I'm not going to eat and drink any animal products. And then you've got people who are like, I will not wear any animal products. I will not use anything that has touched an animal product. Yeah. Because what you've also got to consider is the number of animal products that are used in cosmetics and shampoos oh, and yeah. cleaning products and things like that. So actually... We call it veganism, but it's such an umbrella term for for a lot like of like a gold things. star vegan yeah. would yeah. be very limited. But but I think those trying are... your best, there's something to be said for that. Doing something because we like the vegan ham and cheese, cheese with the Z sandwiches Just... earlier oh, were uh, right like shoulder to shoulder with the other ham and cheese ones. And it's like, <laughs> are you? make it easier for you to make that choice and, and save lives but I'm like if these sandwiches are next to each other that pig's dead he's, he's already gone I may as well eat the sausage I know but then it you have fact- to but then you have to pledge to not eat any more because if we all do that then they'll never reduce the amount of meat consumption because if if the shelf is empty at the end of the day, they'll order more. Whereas if people eat more of the whom and chis, how many food comments and chis, then uh, yeah, it's that. And it's that. It's that. It's that. Yeah, that's done. Oh, I'm glad you uh, solved that. I've solved, I've solved the problem for me oh, eating. You're welcome, world. Gyms. Did you get a New Year's gym membership? I haven't yet, but I'm probably going to do it next month because you I... don't want to be like everybody else. Well, it's busy in January, isn't it? Yeah. Like everyone's yeah. going. No one. Everybody wants the dum dum machines. That are the only ones that I can use. What like... hotel are the dum dum machines? machines. Like, it's only and... dumbbells, is it? It's... Running and cycling. You know running the ones and... that everybody can use without help. Like up and down, more, <laughs> more harder running, harder cycling, up and down the arrows. Like I understand those to a degree. Like I can't adjust the pedals of the bike, so I do have to wait until somebody my height has done the bike no. and then I follow them on. No, but... <laughs> But yeah, no one's on like the rowers or like there's this some complicated shit available. The cross trainers, like no, dum-dum machines. It's me, starters. I mean, the problem I think is when a, a, those cross trainers, I have been on one once, they are hard to get off if you get too much momentum <laughs> going. <laughs> it, gets, it gets too much momentum and you're like, oh, I guess I'm living now. <laughs> start to wonder which one's working the other one out. Yeah, it's right. like, oh, shit. Yeah, I knew I knew got um, assassinated by a running machine uh, just yesterday. It, so I put- <laughs> 
I presume it's political. Yeah, I think it must be something I've said on this podcast has offended Big Running Machine. And it tried to take me out. So I, I put it I put it on and started to press up to get it to a yeah. jogging speed. And it just kept going up. Oh, no. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my you, have to, like, you have to withdraw as quickly as you can. I had to, I had to do the stupid thing you do where you like put yourself Lift on your up. arms and then jump onto the like bits yeah. on the side and then press the emergency stop. Yeah, was, you have to like pull something. It's embarrassing, it the emergency was, stop. Because, like, it's you've not meant... pulled the emergency stop on a treadmill. Yeah, well, what else are you going to do? If you need it like, to stop, I, that's what I had to do. Needs, that's what it's for. No, bail out. Bail out. Oh, well, I bailed <laughs> first, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Like I bailed and then so I got myself onto the side bits and it was just going up. So it went up to like, it started like 8, 9, 10, 11. It was up to like 21. No one is running at 21. I thought it caps at 20. I don't think it can go faster than it's 20 kilometers per hour. They wanted Paul Watson to give 110%. I know. It's quite a moment, actually. Yeah. So I'm here to tell the Yeah, I looked at Leisure Center gym membership yesterday. Yeah. It's like 30 quid that includes gym and swim. Which Ooh, is that's actually really not bad, good. yeah. But you know, there's a there's despair in the walls of leisure centres in there. I just don't feel like they they're not good for. It you does, know, however, have a water slide, and I know that's not the point of getting these kind of memberships. <laughs> that's a sustainable. I don't, I don't think we can rule out the possibility. Like, I think we should normalise after a heavy workout just going down that slide. I don't uh. like water slides because I got stuck on one <laughs> in Turkey. Well, I wasn't stuck. I just reduced my speed to a crawling distance to the point where they nearly sent somebody up because they thought. I needed rescue. I don't know why my skin was just not. Oh, what way you get like like when you're going trying to yeah, go down the like, slide and you can't move? Yeah. Like if a kid's yeah. trying to like sometimes when well, my boys down the slide they don't move. I wasn't was straight enough or something. <laughs> like I was not aerodynamic enough, so oh I did God. get stuck. So you nearly had to send someone up to knock so you down, like, like when you throw a ball yeah, to knock a like, ball out of a tree. I was like edging my toes along, and yeah, I just oh, think I amazing. just didn't give myself up to it. It's like you can't float if you're worried about floating. I think I just didn't give myself up. So yeah not for me it's not cheap because I think the cheapest I've seen is like 17 quid which is pure oh. gym you even have to deal with a human on reception you've got a little code yeah. you're not even a name you're not even a person you're just numbers Although, you go into the little hatch the little <laughs> I know someone who got trapped in a pure gym for 7 hours <gasps> Trapped in a they, they did Aren't go. They open all the time? There was a twenty-four hour yeah. one, yeah. and they went at a stupid time. To be fair, I do well, yeah, not, not know what they were doing. Or, or woman, or but non-binary, they, you know. Let's yeah, be, let's be gender inclusive. And I think they, they went at like eleven p.m., which I I'm not going to ask any questions why they were going at eleven p.m. to a pure gym. It's but quiet. Got stuck in there. If you want to have a go at the weights without judgment, eleven p.m. is pretty good. I, mm. I've got I've gone at night. Is this for me? No. I did when I was abroad. Like if sometimes I'm working until like nine o'clock at night. Shift starts at like one PM. Work until nine o'clock at night. You want to go to the gym after the after work. Go yeah, and dub your bag. That. You know, get to the gym about ten, eleven o'clock. Wow, yeah. If you did sign up for a gym membership, twelve percent of people of all people who sign up for the gym sign up in January. Eighty wow. percent um, of those new members will quit within a month. <laughs> And of those left, 45% of those will make it past January and just 19% will get past February. So if you are thinking of quitting the gym, don't hesitate. Don't pay for another month. The odds are you're going to quit anyway. Do it now. Save some money. Be be that statistic. (laughs) Or beat the odds. Use it to fire you up to go to the gym loads. (laughs) Can we normalise like being like, oh, I went to the gym. Oh, what did you do? I got a smoothie. Yeah. Also, there's no obligation to stay. Like if you go to the gym, do, do a quarter of an hour. 
Yeah. It's better than nothing. Like people yeah. feel like they have to commit to an hour. If you're not having a nice time, leave. if it's unlimited, just leave. That's my manifesto for twenty twenty four. You'd be a great personal trainer. Yeah, Are you enjoying that? No, leave. <laughs> that is my manifesto. You can leave. You can get up and leave. You, Paul, can, you leave. can leave now. You could just walk out of this podcast and go right. out. Like oh, is this how I'm getting told? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we wanted to have this oh, conversation. No. We thought this uh, <laughs> This was the least cruel way of doing it. You can leave. That is my manifesto mm. for the year. Just I, I'd like yeah. that as a gym model as well yeah. just like fitness first Not, you can leave. just Other, go in see how it feels but sometimes though because we looking at the, the leisure centre one sometimes it might be more cost effective to look at pay as you go options yeah because yeah. you can get a one-off session is, is like seven pounds which sounds a lot but a gym membership 20 to 30 quid if you're only planning to go once a week yeah and you don't always go then it's false yeah. it's false that's economy it's false economy so if you so go if twice yeah, 14 pounds is cheaper than a gym membership and I, and I think that twice. like if, if there's anything you like doing that is active I mean not some people just don't like any act, but like if there's anything you actually think you might enjoy you've got a shot whereas there's this idea of going to the gym and it's some sort of like mm. it's like choking down your porridge it's I like, like it I like if you like it, great. But I, so many people are like, I must go to the gym three times a week. And they actually don't enjoy it at all. I'd exercise in VR. I think I'd prefer that. So like, no, you're good. You're like, right. I just see the weary no, shake of that. You could, nowadays, there's, there's that like saber thing. So my, my brother's got a VR headset and you can actually do a proper that lightsaber thing. Um, and it's a proper full body workout that you can do in VR and it's really fun and, and all of these things. That sounds like the... Uh, the you can gamify yeah. exercise. That sounds basically. like the Davina McCall exercise video. It's it's a good concept, but you will not do it more than a few times. I think the problem is how sweaty <laughs> VR headsets are. Ooh. I, I think there are a few more problems than that, but that's... <laughs> So yeah, uh, consider pay-as-you-go gym. Have a look at your local leisure centre because it is, there's no, you know, sometimes paying by session, more expensive than bulk buying. But if you're not sure it's for you... Good try. Give it a also, go. support independent gyms rather than these massive, mm. horrible oh, corporate brands. Oh, this one around the corner looks really um, murdery, though. It's a boxing gym, and uh, genuinely, I I would be frightened to darken the door. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but if, if you stick with it for long enough, you're not as likely to be murdered. You're the one that might murder. So, you, you know, that's what I was thinking. But no, like this little independent. Like that. In um, researching nice. the, the, the stats for this, I came across some really funny things about that. It was, it was something like you can retain sort of an extra forty percent or so of the the people who join the gym. With shame. If if you get, uh, if they is join, if they, are we locking them join in? the classes, which is like a kind of collective shame. What? So actually, I, I would yeah. argue it is a shame-based strategy. I like the app in Pure Gym because it told you how many minutes you were there and how many days. So I. I didn't like ruining my graph, so mm. I enjoy Ooh. the data. So it was you know, gamification mm. in. I think shame form. has a place, and oh, I, yeah. I think there are a lot of people in this world who uh, need more shame. <laughs> <laughs> not in relation Arguably. to the, not in not relation to the gym. gym, no. But like, <laughs> just generally speaking, in the context of shame, some yeah. people, you know, when people are like, be a bit more shameless. I'm like, some of you should have more shame. <laughs> I didn't expect you to come out as pro shame in this episode. <laughs> but... Well, like hecklers, for example, oh, okay. people yeah, who will just. Right. Speak up now in, in comedy, but mm. also at the theatre. People who think they can just sing along and it's it's their hen party, so they can do what they like. And it's like most people have paid to hear the professionals sing the song. I think there is yeah, a, shame there's is a the, real is element the antidote of, yeah. to entitlement. Yeah, mm. I think that's. I think there's a better word than shame. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it's I hard don't... to market this, but <laughs> I get where you're coming from. But I, I, I see you 
you're trying to rebrand shame, Charlotte. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I just, yeah. Rebranding oh, of shame. We can cut that, um, right? <laughs> it's staying in. It's staying in. It's staying oh, in. It's good. Gonna, yeah, it's going to yeah. be the title of the episode. Do good we need to rebrand shame. shame? We need more shame. <laughs> Some people need more shame. <laughs> Bring back shame. Bring back shame. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> good. Woolworths is back! Uh, Maybe. We don't know. These are unconfirmed rumours, but uh, I think, what were you saying that the holding company... Uh, the current CEO um, of HH Holdings um, mm. has said that the UK is on his bucket list of countries to sort of expand into, I suppose back into in this sense. Um, it is Woolworth across Europe, which is not uncomfortable oh. at all. Um, well, it's what? like Weatherspoons is yeah. actually Weatherspoon. And like, once you know that, you yeah. can't unknow it. But yeah. why, why would Germans buy a company with a letter they don't say? It? Like, is it Woolworth? <laughs> like, what a weird... Yeah, oh, that feels uncomfortable. I think it used to be Woolworth, uh, Woolworth oh. as well, because yeah. I was looking at some uh, retro ads oh. from them, oh, what, looking so for Ladybird clothes. Lady was, it, was it never Woolworths? I there think was it, never it, was, it was. Oh. It was. It's like how people say Maybe Tesco's. Maybe when they got more than yeah. one. Yeah. Maybe oh. it started as Woolworth and they got more than one and they're like, well, it's Woolworths. <laughs> so, like, we're a group. <laughs> yeah, got to keep it correct. Um, but yeah, so the UK is on, on his bucket list to sort of return to. Um, and I think... You know, that, that's it's quite an interesting proposition. It's I think there's a lot to it. Since the collapse of Wilco, especially, mm. it's a little bit more of a complicated situation. But arguably, Wilco took up the space that Woolworths left. Now that there's neither of them, mm-hmm. there's still this sort of little area that's not been taken by online shopping. So who's team up? Take it? Why don't they team up like a sort of superhero movie? Woolworths and Wilco like together. Wilkinson. Wilkinson. This is exactly the conversation we would be getting about sort of 30 or 40 grand for this kind of yeah, end, but as yeah, consultants exactly. to the new brand. Here's my coffee link, Woolworths, if you would like to buy. <laughs> 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 my unformed thoughts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but, but I think primarily I, I, my interest is in the pick and mix. Well, it's like... It was like Wilco, but without the like real hardcore big homeware, wasn't it? Yeah. Like you mm. might you you wouldn't get a sofa in there in Woolworths. You get instead you get the music and that's DVDs. the thing you buy your like, like little, CD singles, yeah, those tiny little the yeah, and they'd be stupidly expensive, wouldn't they? I mean, oh, they H and V was stupidly expensive. Maybe Woolworths was more Woolworths. Affordable. I always thought it was a bit cheaper. So like, it just you could get a couple of versions. Remember, mm. you get the track, and they'd be like. Two different ones with two different B sides. Yeah. yeah. Of different different covers if you're a collector. I bought three versions of Westlife, What Makes a Man, to try and keep Bob the Builder off number one, and I did not succeed. People <laughs> oh. just didn't have my vision for that Christmas number one. I'm still thinking about it. It's been about 18 years. I just feel like they were robbed. It was a beautiful ballad. And uh, anyway. Have you considered shame? <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered shame is one of the best sounds. <laughs> it's only embarrassing if you care what people think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a place for us. Hmm. With the return of there's HMV, a place though, for us. This means that Wilco's gone. So we lost Woolworths, then hmm. we lost Wilco. HMV's come back. What's what? their niche, though? Because it can't exactly. be pick and mix. But, but this is the thing is that, like, a lot of the times now, when I think about what I'd have bought in a Woolworths, I'd go to a BM or a Home Bargains. General stores were for people that needed to pick something up in a hurry, and now you can get a lot of things within 24 hours. Mm. 
it's yeah, Amazon I, I will be out, interested right? to see what they focus on if they do come well, back. They, I suppose they, they cited, uh, a lot of people have, the, the reason for their collapse really being they couldn't keep up with online sales. Mm. That hasn't changed as a situation. So it's difficult to say what their position would be. Maybe it is pick a mix then. Pick a mix. I think it, I, you don't I, want to order that you online. You don't get a lot of online like, figure, no. I would like four, oh. four fried eggs. You get absolutely <laughs> mugged off if you order a pick a mix online. Honestly. Oh, you can do it. Oh, is yeah. it like the cinema There's where you just like those, um, you, yeah, you end up putting them all back rip-offs. sheepishly? Like, oh, yeah, when sorry, I thought I, was, I, thought I was eight again. An absolute <laughs> con. Yeah, the, uh, the worst. Right, we're sort of doing it already. We are, you'll be excited to know, in our millennial way, ahead of the curve for once, because uh, what has reached TikTok, it's called loud budgeting, which Ooh. is basically people talking about how they're saving money, what they're making, what they're spending. Like loud budgeting, they're calling it, which is just, it's just sharing, really. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> yeah, speaking. Right. But, just being uh, honest, isn't mm. it? But people are writing up like this is brand new information. But uh, well, so people are like sharing their salaries and stuff, and they're because yeah. that is like that's something like people. How they're spending and how they're saving, what they're not spending on. Yeah, because I, I feel uh, like our, our generation are like, not massively into talking about what it they was earn. The shame and our, again. It's the shame. shame. <laughs> and our parents' generation. I feel like, like not, it's yeah. Never, you just like, it was never. your own business. If yeah. you're struggling, you wouldn't ask for help. But again, I guess it's this same thing. Enough. If people who are struggling now will you know take to mm. social media and go, I've started to GoFundMe because I can't afford my bills this week. It's, yeah, I can't see the harm. I, in just it. not talking about money has always been such a British institution. Yeah, you know, famously, it's one of things that you don't talk to a British person about. It's like it's, it's money, it's politics, it's religion, and those sure. are the. the sort of, I, I mean, I can see why within a workplace you don't necessarily want to talk about it because I it can just create real exactly where people should be discussing. Yeah. May, maybe certainly women. You oh yeah, need yeah. To but it's a gamble. Salaries. If, for example, you talk to a mate and you reveal what you're earning and they're earning less but they well, feel they should they have go more to, then you should go yeah. to your boss because i did this because it was a, a clothes shop at one of the places i worked and well i got offered what was supposed to be a promotion and it was like two grand more than i was already earning and i was already earning that what felt like low to middle tier at the level i was already on so that didn't represent a jump in that would have been a, a rubbish pay rise even if I did well in the job mm. and I wasn't promoted so I asked around <laughs> and under the cover of Prosecco people told me what they were earning and I booked in a meeting with the finance director and I didn't realize that your arse cheeks could sweat until that, that moment <laughs> right like genuinely not the crack you expected to gather in the crack but I could feel the cheeks of my arse sweating as he sort of stared me down I can honestly say I've never thought where it where, what part of your arse sweats well, but... Expect to do you? It's, it gathers. It gathers in the crack, but right, apparently just... you can sweat. All, is uh, that a symptom of vegan leather? No, just... <laughs> that's going to stay with me. It gathers in the crack. Is going to stay with me now. I'm going to go home thinking it I gathers in the crack. That you, you can sweat in those places mm. until I was under that pressure. And this man was like, "Okay, why do you think you deserve more?" And I was like, "Well, because people who are earning more than me are on the level below, and if I'm having more responsibility." I would expect to be remunerated mm. properly. And they're like, oh, well, we do it to market rate. And I'd done the preparation. So I Googled loads of jobs at that level and shown them. And they yeah. put it up by another four grand, which is still wow. probably below the bracket it should have been. But it was a conversation. Like I said, my arse sweated, which I didn't love. Mm. But would I let my arse sweat again for four grand? Yes, I would. Because <laughs> then you can just go out and buy new trousers. If there's a way for that transaction to yeah. take place that isn't weird or illicit, yeah, then yeah, yeah I'd someone do would the same. pay for that. But mm. and then I went around and I, and I told everybody basically. I was like, look, what was what were you offered? I was like, if it's less than this, 
go and have the conversation. Mm. You, you basically unionised your. Which, which, when you think about it, <laughs> I didn't ask like that job. But it's why you need. I suppose it is why you need mm. like unions and why you need people to gather together and say, but look, this is yeah, all right. I think there was about a 16 grand discrepancy Jesus. in this title. Mm. So yeah. a lot of companies obviously do those bandings so that like, you know, you're a band A or a band six or whatever it is. And it says that, you know, your salary must be between the between these ranges. And thankfully, I mean, some places absolutely take the piss and there's sort of a 10 grand range in that. But like, you know, I, I do think that protects people a little bit more. But you don't. You also don't have to accept your first offer because once no. I once I knew that, I couldn't stop doing it. So I would accept whatever salary I was offered, even if it on paper it said it's up to this. If it was like, even if it was like the low end of it, I'd be like, well, that's what I deserve then. But uh, every time I've been in that negotiation, now I ask for a little bit extra, and they've pretty much always given it to me. So yeah, and you're not going to lose the job if they like you. If you ask politely, look, this is not what I was looking for. Mm. I was expecting or hoping to have something that was a little bit higher. This is yeah. the banding I was hoping for. Yeah, this you know, this is where I'm at. This is what other jobs are paying. If they say no, you can still accept the job if yeah, you want true. to. It's they're not going to go, how dare you, and pull it away. But I think there is the perception that you Some might. Some companies do. Yeah. You cause trouble. You feel very beholden. Like it's funny how beholden to, to our employers we feel. I feel like it's a cultural thing, maybe, or it's like, but you, you, you always feel like you're creating trouble by asking for more and you should be grateful yeah. for it. It's, it's a really strange dynamic when you think about it. I think what's difficult, I think, is when people are in quite small to medium-sized businesses, they often feel very much like the tone of the way the business talks to them is like, we're all a team and the, um, we're fighting. Avoid so, companies that say we're a family. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so family, um, but, you know, there's that, I think there's that sense, again, like that they don't want like you're to taking money out of the owner's take, pocket yeah, yeah. and, and it shouldn't be that way like i'm not just yeah. it's just it's interesting that i see a lot of people who feel mm. exactly like would be that nervous i think i kind of person would be that nervous in a meeting like that asking for more and yeah. it's interesting why that is because it's quite complex isn't it your it's, senior people are your family right until the point where cuts need to be made and then all of a sudden you've lost your job because yeah. the loyalty yeah. does not go both ways and it shouldn't it, no. it's not meant yeah. to you shouldn't feel like that unless you are like a founder or a proper stakeholder you've asked for shares shares is another one asked for shares always ask for shares yeah. I've had two really good lottery win level payouts that I've squandered away but that's not the point uh, but <laughs> yeah if you've offered them take them yeah <laughs> or ask for them just ask if there's equity if they can't move on mm. money on cash ask if there's a share option because that's often a lot easier for them to give you I'm we waiting are for these folks right now shows. the trendiest people in the world well, aren't yeah, we yeah because we're loud budgeting right here right here right, here, right now <laughs> ultimately we need financial education in schools because the risk of this is if you agree and if people are right 80% of the time mm. as soon as they start talking to you about other things you, you believe them on those it's like things like buy now pay later stuff which is creeping in so you want to believe that sort of generation z or z if you're me because what's z the one now there's good. one there's a newer one it will a presumably yeah i guess a start again we've right? come around the top we've come up but you want you want to believe oh there's hope for the future if people are being open and transparent about these conversations mm. but they are also the people that are getting deliveries on for easy interest repayments that could be damaging their credit rating and mm. the trouble is there are people like us who can't give financial advice to that degree because you regulate to make sure that you can't to make sure people can't be missold yeah. same with financial blockers now people who are experts can't recommend a product to you whereas you've got people who are just just out there giving their opinions and it's yeah. it's dangerous when there's not something in the middle that's 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really keeping everybody honest is a resource I, that you can actually. Trust. I massively felt like with self-employment, I massively felt the lack of any objective support for that. So if you mm. go into that world of self-employment, you are just out there on your own doing things you have no idea how to do. Like you know, you, what are your tax liabilities? How do you even do a tax return? Like it, it just feels like you, these are all things you feel like somewhere you should have been taught this, but there is or nowhere you, yeah. in our education system that fits that. I don't think at or the you moment become then beholden to the quality of your accountant. Right. If, so you've, got, like, if you've got an accountant, if yeah. You can if you've got one. an accountant, you get that advice. But then you know mm. it also depends on because there is so much of it that there are so much grey areas in accounting, right. and that that's it's, it's completely insane. But these are the other things that people don't talk about is that actually one advice one accountant might give you a piece of advice that another says is illegal. You can't do that. Genuinely, I've had that before between accountants, where one of them said this this you can do, and the other one said categorically you cannot. That's and it's like well. <laughs> yeah, it feels like yeah. life skills should be in, within pastoral should, care for people sixty, it. at least sixteen plus, because mm. there's so much that people are doing wrong. Because pretty much everybody you will deal with in your life, like mortgage advisors, workplace pensions, all of those people are paid to give you a version of events yeah. that's not necessarily the best for you. So financial people we've been talking about it for years and Richard Sunak's like compulsory maths it's like compulsory finance yeah. lessons yeah. to help people understand Something their money objective government led of like the just the absolute core principles but I think that's quite promising I think we should talk yeah. more about money it in general. really bodes well let's talk about quick fire it's the quick fire round it's the quick fire round now I wonder if work. we should commission <laughs> <laughs> should we commission someone for this because <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it a whirl. You reckon? Yeah. Ne- next week, <laughs> well, I'm coming at you with a maybe quick we should, fire. Maybe we should have it all come in with one for next week. Oh, <laughs> like a little bit of homework. Mm. Nice. All right. Well, it is the quick fire round. However, you want to uh, kickstart it with a jingle, and uh, we talked about supermarket cafes last week because there is a banging value roast at Morrison, seven pound fifty plus kids eat free. Not tried it yet. I'm we going haven't because I think a roast dinner <laughs> is is a vibe. Whereas you know what I think would taste the same in a canteen environment as it would in a, a pub, a supermarket full English breakfast. So the thing we've been asked about here is what, like a supermarket cafe, full English breakfast in the can, in their cafe, but no okay. supermarket named. Just No, so this speci- we'll, we'll go for the cheapest one first, and oh. that is Sainsbury's. Okay. Oh. So this is the best value supermarket full English. It Ooh. gives you... Two sausages, one egg, two rashes of bacon, a hash brown, a fresh tomato, a mushroom, baked beans, and a slice of toast. So, wow. how much? Hmm. Um, God, I don't go out for breakfast tonight. That's a big one as well. That feels that like is, a lot. That is premium. That is yeah. a full English. That's not like your little mini English. That that's a, that feels like a shearer. Two two bacon and two mm, sausage. You should start going to these things. Okay. See, I'm trying to benchmark it against like the price of a spoon's full English, but I don't think that's going to no. do well for me here. Because how yeah, do they like, equate? Spoons, like, spoons, spoons isn't is... that cheap anymore, I for don't think. Yeah, no. compared to like Greasy Spoon or a Weatherspoon's full English. I, how much would I pay for that? <sighs> did you, did, I don't know where, where you're from. You probably not because you're from a posh area, Charlotte. But well, Paul, maybe you. Where a, grease, a, posh a Greasy Spoon where there was like some kind of eating challenge. 
<laughs> as part Sorry. of it because it was Ramones in Cate's in Cardiff used to have this belly buster breakfast that had like a, an offensive amount of food on it and if you finished it you <laughs> fin- got your photo on the wall and mm. it was free I don't know if that's a, like a real working class vibe I've never heard like, of that I've seen it in TV programs I watch and stuff. a lot of food challenge videos on the internet Posh yeah. everywhere they walk among us uh, yeah but I oh, never that's <laughs> is this <laughs> is that a point I don't know. I just, wow. yeah. Well, also, like student areas. I feel like posh. Sheffield would probably have one because it's quite studenty, yeah. isn't it? To have mm. as much food as you yeah, can. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Uh, right. So I'm going to uh, say three ninety nine for this breakfast. Okay, three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Um, I'm going to go four ninety nine. No drink included, from what we can tell. Oh. Uh, right, Paul, you're the winner. Five twenty five for uh, Sainsbury's oh, okay. uh, Big okay. Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tesco equivalent, which is two pork sausages, two bacon rac- rushes, rackers, two, two bacon, bacon rushes, two crackers. fried eggs, three hash browns, three and hash beans, browns served with white toast specifically is £8.50. So £8.50. you're paying a fair, fair bit there for an extra hash brown. We could share egg. that. Mm. It is a sharer, I think. And a Tesco's sausage and egg muffin is actually more expensive than McDonald's. £3.80 versus £3.59. So but one of those things will go off. <laughs> and the other is full of additives. <laughs> will never Fully go off. Fully pre- preserved in your stomach. Uh, right, so that is wow. point, point Paul. Fair play. I, I thought, thought it would be, be cheaper. cheaper than that. Mm. Yeah. For a supermarket. Yeah, it doesn't sound I, I've just had three ninety nine in my mind. I've I decided all English breakfast costs. Yeah. I, just, I sort of benchmarked it against Morrison's doing a £7.50 roast. See, more than five. I love how yeah. your voice is like, you've taken on a shrill quality. I've I, 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 <laughs> taken on a shrill quality. I don't know, if I can get a roast beef for £7.50. Yeah. Over five sounded, that's a push. I think it? that's a lot for yeah. for the that's bad a, vibes. And without a drink, you said as well. Yeah, so without like, a drink. That's just, yeah, nasty. That's so I think lot. Spoons does sort of beat it, but not by much. I reckon no. it's about seven or eight, but includes all you can drink drinks, which yeah. is great. All you can drink drinks. That's good value because it's a Lavazza machine in, this, in a Spoons. Mm. So the cues are often silly. <laughs> <laughs> Spend a lot of time in Spoons. I don't feel good about it. Meeting uh, room five. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next item on the list. It is cold. The winds are howling. We've got a different storm every week. <laughs> Paul and I just looked at each other like, how much is cold? Yeah, I thought you were trying <laughs> yeah, to sell the cold like, to us. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> the nights are cold. Spring is in the air, but it's not here yet. So why not treat yourself to a silent night, king-size electric blanket? It's on offer at the moment. Ooh, okay. King-size electric blanket. King-size silent night. Comfort control. What does that mean? Can heat up to 90 watts on the three-level setting, which works out. I'm not finished. (laughs) Measure the temperature in watts. That's my preferred method. Oh, it must be like 60 watts out there. Like <laughs> We know that these mean nothing to us anyway. No. You can tell me degrees and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, so it works out at about 3p per hour of use at the time of writing. That is January 2024 for people in the future. Uh, yeah, king size. So, you know, that covers two people. So that's one and a half pence each per hour mm. to be heated with an electric blanket. Okay. Electric blankets are funny, aren't they? I don't really think about them anymore. My nan used to have an electric yeah. blanket. Weighted blankets are the in thing now, aren't they? Because mm, you, yeah. you feel you feel comforted, you just feel safe, you feel anchored to the earth. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. an electric blanket's kind of my nightmare because I get so warm 
when I'm I in imagine bed. it in a flesh-coloured tone and it's buzzing. <laughs> yes. But I yes. think the technology's like, probably come a long no, way. Exactly it's like yellowish and a bit yeah. and a bit um, like yeah. felted. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know exactly. What I reckon you mean. it's going to be I a lot nicer. Feel the texture and, and it. sort of you lay on it and you're like, oh, that's nice. Then you're like, oh, I'm sweating buckets here. Yeah, yeah. switch like, that. In the like off. sleeping on a Brillo pad. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the technology has come on as you say from there. I reckon it's better now. Yeah. How much? Um, Silent Night, decent brands. Yeah, I okay. think. Um, the hippo can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> 35 quid. That's exactly what I was going to guess. Really? All right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you've got to go higher or I lower. I now it's higher or lower. Okay. <laughs> what, you said 35, yeah. so 34 99. Okay, it's 36. Oh my oh, wow. God. So that was a really important choice. That you it just was. Made. But that's the thing, I, I was like, it's going to be around the but 35 mark. Reduced from 42. I'm worrying that we're quite good at this now. game, though, right? We're like, getting... how do we both know pretty much was, exactly we, what yeah, electric blanket like, is? That's well. going to be about 35 quid. Fuck's Ow. sake. <laughs> The self appreciation society. Oh, oh, right. Because <laughs> you've got one right. Is it possibly because we get a lack of um, a lack of support yeah. elsewhere? You we, know? And if you don't like my leadership style, tough. Point Paul. It's Point Paul. All right, fair fine, play. Fine. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, if you want that, it is on silentnight.co.uk now. Get over there. That get is... cozy. Get snuggly. Yeah, because if there's two of you, that's like it's pretty reasonable. If that's two that's of you, maths you... each. I was gonna, I was gonna divide it. Realised I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't go, does it? It's Eighteen pounds each. It's not number. It doesn't go. go. <laughs> Famously, that's though, maths. there is a method if there's two of you for being warm in like survival situations, which is you just get close to each other. <laughs> and apparently naked. I think a man made that up. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, oh, you... we must be naked now. That that would make cold. you warmer yeah. than if you had clothes on. Skin to skin yeah. contact. I think there's some science in it. Yeah, but the, I, it's meant I, to make I've you made warmer. a flippant remark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to the last item now. Charlotte, you can't win, but for glory to keep Paul from a clean sheet. I'm happy to lose, sure. I'd like... you no, know you're not. No, but when the United when United Front you today. brought the, receipts. When you look at the time. quality of what we're watching, look, this is like when Djokovic <laughs> plays Nadal and it just goes for five sets, and at the end of it, everyone's just like, look, this was amazing for the sport. It's a good game. Good it's game. great for the sport. <laughs> It's a whole quickfire sport yeah. is getting lifted by this. What's going on? Right, it's <laughs> rock and roll stroll. I would like to know. You can shoot the breeze with the guitarist songwriter John Ellis, formerly of the band The Stranglers, in a stroll based around his musical memories. This is from our friends at Not On The High Street. That's not, they've not paid us for this, but I'd like to think we would be friends and uh, who gave us the unbeatable half a day of cleaning your own car course. <laughs> <laughs> remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. Learn how to clean your own car. Yep, yeah, by cleaning one. the instructor's same, same car. Guys, same guys. Same guys want to take you on a rock and roll stroll. Um, learn about live recordings with the vibrators at the marquee. You can talk about Hendrix, Bowie, Adaman, all the stories that never quite made the pages of the NME. Uh, the walk is in central London. It lasts for two hours. Only 10 people. It's one on 10 with John Ellis. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what John Ellis gets out of it. So I'm thinking it must be quite a bit. Otherwise... For John Ellis, it's not because he's going to be paying a fair bit off this. The thought of being like, oh, twice a year I'll go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. Imagine yeah. if I nearly gave you the answer because I nearly expected <laughs> oh. that. I nearly expected to drink me there. I feel like you tried to drink me. <laughs> you, do, you know, this is why we just talk for ages trying yeah. to get you just cough up the answer. Paul and I are like, oh, we can absolutely sort of filibuster yes. this until Vix gives up and gives us the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it um, does a couple of walks a year. A couple of walks a year. Okay. For two hours. Two, two hours. hours. Four What's hours. his hourly rate? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it depends who you ask, because Paul thinks he's just an absolute nobody. No, like, I don't John... say that. I mean, he's the John Ellis from the, the, the John Ellis. From the yeah, strength. I have absolutely I, yeah. no frame of reference for this at all. I'm going to say like eighty pounds. Yeah, I'll go fifty. Higher or lower? Oh, 50, all right. Mm. That's definitive. Uh, mm. It's 30, a bargain, £35 per person. So he's not making very much money. Wait, y- I think he just does it for the joy of it. Two hours of someone I having to listen to you speak. He does it so that people know who he is. He's not a stand-up comedian. I like, that is a, vital. That is absolutely... Not on the high street have realised that he does this walk on his own, just, just without anyone... But just just ra- and he just sale, happens like, to yeah. like just ramble to people. And so they've put it on sale. Yeah, it's opportunism. Just It stops him just talking to strangers. I it, feel it like might we be should go on. I, <laughs> I feel like we should go on it. Do you want to bring some people along with you? Just to, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that is the end of the episode. <laughs> Your lives. I thought that was the end. I thought that yeah. was the end of the episode. You just get end the episode by saying that, and that was yeah, it. That is and it. You did. You did tell Paul to leave earlier, so I'm like, <laughs> is, the door. is my firing speech coming next? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've locked the door. Uh, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're always keen to hear your top tips and deals. We might include them. We might chat about them. You never know. So tweet us or go to the Hot UK Deals Twitter. Give that a little whirl. There are loads of deals on there as well, and some polls. You know, important polls like would who would win in a fight between Wilco and Woolworths? Like, we don't know the answer yet, but I'll keep you posted. Do you reckon they've got bigger things yeah, than Woolworths? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, they, Wilco put, has tools. If you yeah. only use contents of one, like if we gave like Kevin McAllister, he could defend one of them. I think you would choose Wilco. Mm. But yeah, so that's the kind of quality you can expect from the uh, from the Twitter. And uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it. If you didn't, uh, don't. <laughs> because it's mean <laughs> but if you didn't enjoy it you have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund terms and conditions apply your statutory rights are not affected we will talk to you again next week bye